Hello, and welcome to the Three Wheel Codcast. <laughs> this is your lead fisherman, Danny Codmaster Ryan. All right. Hello, and welcome to the Three Wheel Podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan, and I'm here with my co-host, Tommy Ryan. How are you doing, Tommy? I'm doing well, Danny. Okay. I thought we were on the Codcast, not the podcast. <laughs> well, it seems like I'm going to be putting together a bloopers reel. Maybe yeah. Austin, Austin, if you're listening, I hope you are. Uh, that put that one in the bloopers reel, our podcast. Um, so sock check, you got sock check. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That's Stripes. nice. Ooh, that looks a little bit like Georgia Tech. Are you going? Are you going yeah, with a little bit of Clemson with on the, the Clemson heel? or? <laughs> it should be the reverse. I know. No, I need but, to find those socks. Oh well, you find the reverse, and I got to show you mine. All right, what you got? Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, poking my dots. Little aqua blue, a little mm-hmm. craziness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's so warm. Not bad, not and bad. And it's a Friday, too. Mm-hmm. Remember to ro- wear, wear my crazy socks on Friday. So today, um, to the subject at hand, I wanted to um, talk to you. And a part of this, you know the way I sort of process things is sometimes I just need to talk out loud about them. Mm-hmm. And so for this podcast, I just wanted to have a, sort of an interactive session with you about um, a book that I'm reading and sort of looking at the different service offerings that we have for our different practices. And uh, I took the, the book that I'm reading is called, let me not get this wrong, I'm going to pick it up. How to Write Copy That Sells, it's uh, by Ray Edwards, and it says, uh, the subtitle is a step-by-step system for more sales to more customers more often. That sounds good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in the first chapter, it goes over something um, called the pastor framework, and uh, the first part of that is trying to identify the pain that you're addressing. So I'm a INFP, so feelings, I'm all into feelings. I love you know talking about them and Uh, getting into them and so this really sort of set me off into thinking about okay well what feeling are we trying to and the the the, the actual chapter started out with a quote from Zig Ziglar which was selling is essentially a transfer of feeling so what I went through was an exercise of saying what feelings are we trying to transfer in each one of our different project types so that was what I was trying to do and not try to make it too complicated and basically move from feeling one way to feeling another way. And so let's let's take one for an example. So we have a migrations uh, practice and we've got Jive migrations, SharePoint migrations, and then dedicated to multi-tenant migrations. Um, of the, is there one that jumps out to you that you want me to talk about? Or I think the Jive one would be a good one to talk okay. about. Yeah, so for this one, I, I was thinking about how does somebody feel when they come to our site um, and I there was a couple of different directions I felt like I could go it seemed like the, they maybe um, one was they they had sort of like two things that were doing the same thing at the same time so there was some like confusion about where do you know I've got so many different places and part of this like was trying to tap into the feeling that I had when we had both Jive and SharePoint which was confusion about where do I store things what, what goes where and Really, do I need to have both of these? And just the overall feeling for me was, you know, that they may be feeling a little confused about things. 
that's saying, well, you know, I, I, there's a little bit of um, dissonance uh, that's involved with someone who might have both Jive and SharePoint. And what we're trying to move them is from confusion to clarity. It was what I thought, you know, and, the, and for us, our sort of the solution to the problem for us is, is you know, in our case, is migrating them from Jive to SharePoint. But then there's just one thing. It's clear about where documents are stored. It's clear about where social activity occurs. It's just they're into a place where instead of having two different places, they now have one place. Yeah, and I, and I think I think that's a good kind of transition of feelings. Um, and the other thing, and I don't know if it's a feeling, but going from complexity to simplicity. And, yeah. Um, I think we're always looking for um, minimizing and simplifying our world and having things in two different places, I think just adds complexity. Having more than one tool that does the same thing um, mm-hmm. you know, creates complexity. We, we see it with our customers going from SharePoint to Office 365, mm-hmm. that you go from SharePoint to now I've got a whole suite of tools. <laughs> I've got Yammer, I've got Skype, I've got right. groups, yep. I've got team sites, and and then it becomes where do I put my information? You mind adding that to the board because I'm going to trip sure. over my wire sure. and maybe just put it in parentheses by the side of it because I think there's some of these we we hit into some things that could be things that we look at and yeah, it's this is great because I put mine. Up on the board, I'll take a snapshot of this uh, once we're done with this, and and I'll have Austin add this to the blog post. But um, um, yeah, I put all my stuff up in green, and then you'll see the correct answers, sort of like when somebody's correcting a test here. You'll see the correct answers in black. Uh, this might be red. <laughs> yeah, you're not using. It. Thank you, Tommy. Oh, and then the next one. Let's talk about portals. So those I, I you see, right now we just have SharePoint Consulting Services, but I I decided to go ahead and break it out into its different components, um, which was intranets, extranets, um, workflow, document generation, enterprise search, enterprise social, and business intelligence. Um, any of those jump out to you as far as uh, workflow seems to come up. Okay. A lot these days. And so the the thing that I was trying to tap into there is somebody without, what is the feeling of when you don't have a workflow system? And it's sort of like, I I think initially I put sort of like feeling one off or feeling like, and and I think what I ended up uh, deciding on was haphazard. Mm -hmm. I was feeling haphazard. Like like every single time something comes through, you know, we're coming up with our own one-off process instead of this whole thing being automated. Uh, you know, I've got it. I just feel like I'm jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing, and we're not. We're in that where I think we're trying to move to is repeatable. So moving from that sort of feeling haphazard to oh, we ha- we actually have a repeatable automated process that um, you know whatever business process we happen to be talking about we're moving from feeling haphazard to feeling like you know and i could also say the the one below that is consistent or repeatable yeah and i, I think that's um a good way to describe the the transfer feelings yeah. the, the moving from haphazard to repeatable another thing for me that comes to mind is is there's chaos mm-hmm. uh, um, with uh, you know, there's benefits of an unstructured way of getting things done to allow you to optimize and approach in a way that's going to be the most effective way to do it. But you know if, if you're constantly having to reinvent the wheel of how do you address something, um, 
you know, that becomes inefficient at the end of the day. Maybe you found the most efficient way to do it, mm -hmm. but if you're not doing it the same way time and time again, then you're wasting a lot of time by reinventing the wheel of how to solve that problem, how mm -hmm. to make sure it goes through the right approval steps. So haphazard, I think, is a good way to look at that. Out of control, another feeling that you have in there, I think chaos. Um, so Can you chaos. Put, add chaos in there? Yeah, I think that's sorry, a good one. Chaos. And I think it goes to um, from chaos to control. Um, yep. And repeatability, I think, is another good um, term to use. But there's a sense of things are under control yeah. mm -hmm. because I know that if I'm going to do something that is through a workflow, that I've done my due diligence mm -hmm. and I'm not missing a step that might add risk to my organization. So mm -hmm. going from chaos to control is another way to look at it. Great, great stuff. And I think that's it's interesting because control is one of the three C's that we have up on the, that we often point out to to folks, right. which is, you know, what, what we're offering as an organization is control. It's part of our, you know, our whole process. It's a part of making sure that the client, um, even, at, you know, sort of the whole process for how we run projects is about from feeling um, out of control to feeling like you're in control of things. Right, right. So I think it's something we ta that we tap into. And I think it's something people want, you know, that's, that's a, it's a definite need. Before we move on to the next one, the one that the uh, the internet one, um, excuse me, intranet one, the SharePoint intranet services. Um, I think I've I've always wanted to do this, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I've I've often engaged with somebody where they feel embarrassed, like they'll show you your in their intranet and they'll there will be like this visceral sort of like oh I don't want to show you that. And so how do I get them from moving and feeling embarrassed about what they have to actually feeling proud of what you have as an organization? I think along with that pride is also um, maybe a feeling of, of supporting an organization or an underlying culture is actually could be part of the intranet as well. Because you're thinking of this thing represents how we share information together. And should I feel embarrassed about it? You don't want people don't want to mm -hmm. feel embarrassed about that. They want it to be branded well. They want it to really represent the organization. So I sort of said, you know, I, I, want, I want people to move from feeling embarrassed about that intranet to feeling proud about it, to actually feeling wanting to show it off to other people. I think like the North Island stuff, I, mm -hmm. we want to show it off mm -hmm. to the world because we're all proud of it. Uh, and then the extranet stuff is about feeling insecure to security because that's you're interacting with the outside world and partners and customers. And mm -hmm. On to the next part, um, app dev. That, so that's our next practice area that I'd like to talk about. And with those, you probably you're like, what are some of these? <laughs> what do these things stand for? I you know, um, uh, so uh, app dev services, product development services. The T is for Trove services, since we're starting to do some stuff with that, and then the channel services. Um, and so with those, um, I well, let me pick one out that I'd like to cover. Sure. Maybe uh, there'll be two of these because they're sort of the app dev and the product development are very similar to each other. But I thought for the product development is anxiety about uh, revenue because um, they're feeling because a lot of people come to us because they see Microsoft sort of doing a really good job with either SharePoint or Office 365 and feeling anxious about missing out on an opportunity um, and feeling anxious and about making revenue goals. Um, and I thought moving from that anxiety, feeling anxious, 
to feeling confident, to feeling like, oh, we're going to nail, we're going to, you know, what we're doing now, this integration is going to put us onto the, you know, the map. It's going to, to bring in new customers like we've never had them before and just sort of moving from that anxiety. And so when each one of these, I was thinking of like a, a, a picture what, how could I represent these feelings from one picture mm-hmm, to the other mm-hmm. picture? So I was sort of like trying to, I took some, you know, looking on the internet, sort of, you know, what, what are some good images that would represent these feelings as well? But that was the one that came up for that. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, uh, and it's hard to sometimes map these to, to feelings or emotions, but I think in the product development services is that people um, have a sense of, I don't want to mess up. Mm-hmm. I want to get it right the first time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a, an anxiety type feeling that um, you know, people want to, um, they feel like there is a market to capture and they want to nail it the first time. Mm-hmm. And they might be coming off of trying to figure it out themselves and not quite nailing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, helping those people um, get to a point of, I think it is confidence, mm-hmm. confidence that we are going to nail it. We're going to. Um, be able to do something because we're working with a team that has done this before. Can you put this one up? Feeling inexperienced right? Uh, to feeling like an expert. I think that's what the, you, they want to sort of feel that way. Like uh, instead of me, you know, they're, they're talking to us because they have, um, they're, they're inexperienced about building on this certain platform. They want to go from that to feeling like they're an expert and help us helping them to feel like they're an expert in that, in that certain area. Then the other two um, that we have, the Trove services. So Trove and Channel are a couple of um, assets that we've built through the years that are ones in integration with um, SharePoint files and uh, Salesforce. The other one's an integration where we're showing chatter inside of Office 365. Um, the one, one that I went, so for Trove, I said uh, frustration to productive. And then for Channel, maybe we'll cover that one. Um, channel is where you're embedding, um, you know, ch- uh, chatter inside of Office 365. I, for this one, I said feeling unheard. So like, you know, you're, you're putting something in a, um, in a social feed and you're like, is anybody going to, is anybody going to see this? Is anybody going to be able to, uh, to know about this? So I said, moving from feeling unheard to feel, to feeling aware. So, so like awareness and that everyone is that um, other people are aware of what's going on. So that one sort of spoke to me of moving from sort of like isolation to awareness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the last one, your favorite subject, sustainment. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's a good one. Let's go grab Rob and pull him in here. (laughs) Um, That one, uh, let's cover uh, the... uh, Sustainment services of the first one, and then the second one that we have on there is roadmap services because you started to talk about that, and I just threw it underneath sustainment. So if you're wondering what that is, Um, for that one, and I often think people come to us for this, which is they're feeling um, helpless. That feeling of like, what happens if this? It's almost like the it's all it's the whole insurance policy thing, which is if something comes up, and uh, you know what happens if um, uh, something goes wrong here, and uh, I, I, who am I going to call? Who, who's who's going to help me out in this situation? Um, to I know I need to add this new feature in, um, but I don't know how we're going to get it in, and I don't know when we're going to get it in. And it just seems to me like this. There's this overall feeling of just feeling helpless to support it. And I just I, I support it is like 
we're there for you. We're, we're you know, when you need us, we're going to be there for you. So moving them from feeling that feeling of helplessness to feeling uh, supported. Yeah, and, and, and I think that is a good way to describe it. Another way that I can look at it on the, the left-hand side is the, the, the feeling that you have initially is um, overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, so a lot of these folks, they are understaffed in being able to support what they have in place, and they need a breadth of, ex- breadth of expertise to address the various problems that they have and the various enhancements they need to do over time. Mm-hmm. And so that overwhelmed feeling, I think we're trying to address that. And supported is a good way to look at what we're trying to transition to is a feeling of being supported, um, being part of a larger team, mm-hmm. um, having um, a, a, a breadth of expertise mm-hmm. um, that that doesn't require hiring a specialist on search, a specialist on um, security, a specialist mm-hmm. on certain app dev concepts. Um, they can have um, breadth of expertise um, when they're in a situation that we're teamed up with them in a solution sustainment model. Nice. Yep. You mind throwing up overwhelmed be in, a, in a parentheses above helpless would be great. Thank you. And then the roadmap, just before we wrap up here, um, that when I was thinking people are trying to move from, uh, what are they feeling? They're feeling it's almost like disjointed, like like they're not sure where things fit into to what they're working on, to moving to the feeling of coordinated, like you're, you know everybody knows what they're going after. We know when we're going after it. We just sort of like have a high level plan that we're all coordinated behind. Yeah, and I don't think I could say that better. I, I think when we're getting into situations where we're doing roadmap services. It's people not knowing where to start, yep. know how much to bite off and, and what kind of pace to take and to have vision, you know, for a long term understanding of where they're going to go. So they don't have that anxiety of, well, you know, should we do this now? Or should we not? And bringing in expertise of being ex- a company that's been exposed to various SharePoint environments and how do you adopt things in a in a in a kind of a predictable way in a way that um, you feel like you're getting the most out of the platform. Mm-hmm. So this overall sort of what the this exercise and, and maybe next week we'll sort of go to the next level of sort of and, and walk through this whole exercise of, of uh, breaking this out into, you know, what ends up being on the website for, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. these different services. But uh, underlying to all this, you know, sort of uh, I'm always asking myself, what does it mean to work together better? And to work together better is sort of moving from these different feelings and these transitions of feelings. Um, that to me is, uh, you know, again, for the people who are out there, and if selling is really about that, you know, transfer of feelings, you know, what are we selling? What the heck are we selling? And, you know, if somebody asks, you know, comes up and walks up to you and says, what are you selling? Um, you're going to start talking, you know, we're, we're, everybody's going to start talking about SharePoint and Agile and going off in, uh, into these sort of, you know, well, we run our projects this way and all this, but, and underlying to this is we're selling a lot of things like, you know, you're going to feel in control of things. Yeah. Yeah, You're going to feel a lot more secure. You're going to feel like you're coordinated when you're, Mm -hmm. um, and part of it for me is sort of going through this exercise is having people describe, you know, what is it that we do by what is the outcome of these? What's the real outcome of, of these projects? And I think it's better relationships. I mean, if yeah. you were to look at it and saying, 
you know, having a greater purpose. You know, mm-hmm. we don't want to come to work every day and just hack away at bits on a on a on a screen. I mm-hmm. think we want to have a higher level purpose of what we're doing is making a difference, making an impact in mm-hmm. the world, and the whole work together better. At the end of the day, the core of that is creating better relationships, and that might be better relationships with you and your customers might be better relationships with you and your partners uh-huh. or better relationships internally that there's the collaboration that needs to take place to be more effective in the decisions that you make as an organization. How do you feel when you have a better relationship? Well, I think you, you look at a lot of these things that are on the right-hand side. I mean, I don't know if it's one feeling. I think it's a combination of things that you feel. I, it, I think you're absolutely right. That's, I think, what's what we're trying. You feel more confident, productive, supported, coordinated, engaged, secure, uh, innovative, um, free. Uh, you know, all these things are the things that you, sure. when you're talking about a better relationship, that's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's what you're trying to move to. And so, yeah, this has been fun. I love, you know how much I love this stuff. Um, yeah, it's good. You know, it's it's, uh, uh, it's it, great stuff because I think you're trying, and we try to connect to people in a way that it's it's more than just the technology. Yeah. And, and it's easy for us to talk about the technology. And I appreciate you, Danny, kind of digging into the softer side. Yeah. Um, where we really need to connect to people at that level of the feeling because at the end of the day, that's what is you know, al- you know, attracting our customers to work with us yep. Yep. Is, is how we take them from these feelings that are not so good feelings over to a better place. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, thank you, Tommy, for taking the time to do sure. this and, and for uh, I'll take a picture of this and definitely add this to the uh, to the transcript of the blog post that's out there. And I look forward to, you know, that's maybe uh, next couple of weeks is uh, walk you through and I'll try to sort of put something up on the board for us to work off of. Um, but let's go through this sort of exercise of creating, in the end, what they're trying to do. He calls it a sales letter for us. It's just basically like a landing page for each mm-hmm. of the services. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll go. We'll, let's go through this exercise of, of uh, creating, going through that sort of pastor framework where we're, this one is we're focusing in on the pain um, and sort of walk through that whole thing so we can sort of build out what, is, what are on those different uh, landing pages. All right. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.